gentlemen, we present The Big Business Lark by Laurie Wyman and starring Jimmy Edwards, Frank Thornton, and Gwen Cheryl. On the very rare occasions when men remember anniversaries, they still seem to end up in the muck as far as the ladies are concerned. It's uh, usually because they celebrated the anniversary just an hour or two too early without her. Well, the managing director and chairman of British United Plastics, Sir Charles Boniface, is no exception to this rule. It was his secretary's birthday yesterday, and in a burst of wild generosity, he asked her out for a drink at a pub he'd heard about. Like most of Sir Charles's attempts at entertaining, this proved to be a monumental disaster, as he is reminded by Edith the following morning. Good morning, Edith. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sounds as though I'm in the proverbial again. <laughs> Sorry about last night. So I should think. It's a purely a gastronomic error, you know. I mean, when I suggested that we should go on from the pub for an Indian meal, I mean, I meant it. <laughs> Do stop doing that. I thought you had indigestion. <laughs> How was I to know that instead of being an Indian restaurant, the Seven Veils would turn out to be a strip club? I <laughs> found it all very embarrassing. So did I. I'll grant you it was a mistake, but I still don't understand why we had to sit the whole programme through again from start to finish. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, one should support the art. I mean, I, 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 I... Twice. <laughs> I think to think, first time round, I missed Tornado Trixie, the tap-dancing temptress. <laughs> well, you see, I had to go out for a quick look to see the cows part properly, and I missed her. I have never been so shocked in all my life. Well, she was a little bit on the warm side, wasn't she? I mean, the old... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was a ghastly mistake, you know, I mean... I'd rather not be reminded, if you don't mind, Sir Charles. It's a birthday I doubt if I shall forget in a hurry. Oh. Or forgive. Oh, dear. Well, perhaps I'd better go into my office for a bit. <laughs> Is Frank about yet? He's waiting to see you in your office, actually. Oh, good, good. Good morning, Sir Charles. Yeah. If I'm smart, I think I've left. Good morning, Father. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Good morning. It's catastrophic. Oh, you've met Edith, then? I have. Head on. Well, she did tell me about last night, and I must say, I think you went a bit far. I went a bit far. You should, you should have seen how far Tornado Trixie went. <laughs> and the whole evening was so terrible, so humiliating. And you enjoyed every minute of it. Yes, as a matter of fact, I... No, I didn't! No, I didn't! <laughs> humiliated and embarrassed! Now, look, I have known you drop a clangor or two in your time. But as far as Edith is concerned, I reckon this time you hit the jackpot. Yes, I'm... Uh, that much has seeped through to me, thank you very much. She's, she's hardly speaking to me. Mm. Do you know, in fact, the only word she's said really to me since I've come in is... Oh. How do you spell that? Well, <laughs> now you mention it, I, I don't think she's all that keen on me either. Frank, do you think possibly a few flowers I might... doubt if the whole of Covent Garden would get you out of this one. <laughs> but I can't go on like this. I need the daft old bat. If you intend to tell her that, might I suggest a slightly more genteel phraseology? Otherwise, she'll bash your head in. <laughs> you could be right. <laughs> what do you want? Anyway, if you care to look in your diary, you'll see that in a few minutes, we're supposed to be meeting this sultan about supplying polystumer pipelines for his oil well. Couldn't, couldn't you see the idiot instead? I mean, you're so good at chatting up sultans. No, you can see him. I know you. You know this is liable to go wonky on you, and I'm not taking the can back. Even if you bring up those wonderful school holidays we spent on our own together... 
in different places. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Brand. Would you mind telling the other person in this room that this is his morning mail? Oh, Lord, it's going to go on, is it? <laughs> I put a letter on the top that should appeal to his strange taste. I beg your pardon. It's the official information about the Miss British United Plastics competition for this year. As uh, he is the judge, perhaps he would like to take on Tornado Trixie as a temporary employee so that she could enter the competition. Yes, any more of that and I'll saw the legs off your desk so you have to kneel behind it to type. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you both seen here, they know you. Well, I wasn't an owl, was I? Your secretary wasn't talking to anyone, was she? And I've got this lot to see you, haven't I? There's a lift full of them, isn't there? <laughs> so she'll have bring them in or she aren't I? What's she <laughs> I can't understand a word, can I? <laughs> it's, it's Stanley, the lift man, Father, isn't it? <laughs> I gather he's brought some people up to see you, hasn't he? Well, I have, haven't I? <laughs> They're a funny-looking lot, aren't they? Loud of birds and a chap in his nightshirt, isn't he? <laughs> we wouldn't know. Well, Stanley, will you please stop doing that? Laugh and annoying, isn't it? Oh, and it's contagious. You can't stop doing it. Oh, yes, you can. Can't you? <laughs> I see what you mean. Stanley, yeah. please, let's have <coughs> What is going What are you talking about? This is Sultan Geyser in his entourage, isn't it? <coughs> They're all waiting outside, aren't they? Dozens of them. Well, then get them in here, quick. There's a big contract at stake. Certainly. In here, your Sultanship. Tumultuous greetings and many thanks, We shall be splendid British gents this up on a Charlie face. <laughs> How have you done? <laughs> May I be permitted to introduce the crumpet? <laughs> By all means. I wonder who taught him English. <laughs> Ted Rayon an answer to her. <laughs> this way, Fatima. Pleased to meet my wife. Charmed. Hello, big boy. And this is my wife. How do you know? What you very much called Cookie Sparrow. <laughs> Delighted. And this is my wife. Bottoms up. <laughs> Who's bottom? Oh, I see you. How do you do? And this is my wife. Bang Ho, you want postcards? Very cheap, very dodgy. <laughs> no, thanks. Most kind. Even Ted Ray wouldn't have taught her that one. <laughs> oh, I don't know. And lastly, this. Is my wife. Ah, please to know me. Here's hoping you get nutted. <laughs> Delightful sentiment. Likewise, I'm sure. Okay, introduction's over. Off it, crumpet. Bye-bye. And how's your father? <laughs> now, we get down to business, yes? Well, I don't know, I... I, I don't know. The business that I was interested in has just gone out. <laughs> I am talking of polysumer pipeline contract. We, we, should, we should be delighted to supply your country with as much as you need. Is polysumer objectionable to camels? Eh? <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I'm, to be honest with you, I, 
something that's never come up before. I didn't, but I, 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 I haven't asked him. I can't remember what he's talking about, frankly. I have no idea, but I have a feeling I'm wanted in the outer office. Good morning. <laughs> Just not my day, is it? Now then, Mr. Sultan, or uh, whatever your name is, could we go back over that? You were talking uh, something about camel. Yes. Well, we have several firms quoting for pipeline. Up to now, nobody has assured my government that their plastic piping is camel-proof. I'm not sure that I altogether understand. Ah, you see, we have found that camels seem to like eating plastic. If you can assure me that your polystumer can be made to taste disgusting and be camel chopper chew proof, I will sign <laughs> the contract for 2,000 miles of pipeline. 2,000 miles? That's a camel chopper chew <laughs> Camel chopper chew proof. Well, I don't think that should present any difficulty. I'll get our technical department onto the problem straight away. Most splendid. My wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, and I. <laughs> we are in your country for a fortnight, and uh, we would like to get this settled before we hop it. Oh, you're here for as long as that, are you? Sort of one wife a night, is it? One of those sort of holidays. <laughs> anyway, in that case, as you've obviously got an eye for the ladies, I wonder, it just crossed my mind, I wonder if you'd care to act as judge at our Miss British United Plastics competition. I do it usually, but I have a feeling we'd better if somebody else did it this year. <laughs> By all means, just let me have the details. Well, you should be able to see them first. Oh, I see the details. <laughs> you mean where it is and all that? Yes. Well, and provided that Paulus tumor can be made camel-proof, perhaps you'd like to present me with the contract at the same time as you present Miss British United Plastics with her prime. I shall look forward to judging both your firm's products. <laughs> Gladys, I want you to get this off straight. Oh. I say, you're not Gladys. No, Mr. Frank. I'm Myrtle. You are temporary relief. Uh, yes, yes. I do see what you mean. Uh, what's happened to my secretary, Gladys? She's on her holiday, so they sent me to look after you instead. How incredibly kind of them. Uh, not that I really care, but um, can you type? Oh, yes, yes. I can do six words a minute. <laughs> uh, well done, yes. What is the point of rushing things, I always say? Uh, how about shorthand? What's that? <laughs> well, with a figure like yours, who cares? <laughs> you know, Metal, I, I, I just had a thought. Mm, most men around me usually do, but I'm not that sort, see? So forget it, boy. Oh, oh yeah, he darn good redundant. <laughs> Myrtle, Myrtle, nothing was further from my thoughts. Liar. <laughs> now, terribly right you are. <laughs> no, no, no. What I was thinking about was the Miss British United Plastics contest. How do you feel? How do you feel about entering it? What's the prize? You do get your priorities right, don't you? It's a cheque for 200 pounds, and you represent the firm at all exhibitions. I like the idea of the cheque, but what do I have to exhibit? Our products. Doesn't sound all that feminine, does it, Bach? I mean, I'm not sure I like the idea of being Miss Painting or Miss Drain Hall. <laughs> you just leave it to me, Myrtle. Now, it would help me a lot in the firm if my secretary won, so I'll make quite sure you do. Now, uh, get me an entry form out of the file. It, it'll be filed under under BF. BF? 
bird fancier. <laughs> now, hurry up and I'll sponsor you as my secretary for the competition. Sample of Andy Camel polished human number six. Almost ready, Sir Charles. Uh. <laughs> ready? Ready, I think, is ahead of me. <laughs> but it, it may even have overtaken me. But it might even have been me by the time. <laughs> Are you sure this sample is... Not edible, at least not by camels. Well, you know what they say, Sir Charles. The proof of the baking is in the eating. Oh, I haven't got to go back to the zoo again, have I? <laughs> the keeper damn nearly caught me trying to feed the last lot to one of his blasted, great, overbearing, cub-chewing camels. Yes, I understand he ate the last sample, too. Ate it? I bunged it in his mush, you see. <laughs> Straighten his cake off. Bang! My word, it did look surprised. <laughs> and it sort of gulped and swallowed, and then it sort of went rigid. <laughs> and then for a minute, only its eyes moved, and then... And then it fell over. Fell <laughs> over? Whatever did you do then? Well, I rather lost interest. You know, I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't stop to pick it up or brush it down. I mean, camels are big. You can't pick a camel up, you know. No, no. I can only hope that they've got another one so that I can try this sample out today. <laughs> well, well, this lot has cascara sprayed on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I do I, I must remember not to lick it absentmindedly in the taxi. I mean, the sample, not the camel. <laughs> the camel won't be in the taxi with me, you know. But then, then wait a minute. Don't you go in your own car, Sir John? I'm going out of the zoo in my own car. Somebody might recognize the number plate. I don't want a bill for replacing polystumous stuffed camels. <laughs> I think this sample should do the trick. Spray with cascara, I'm certain it will. Unless the camel is a complete twit. <laughs> Five times I've dragged the sultan out of the blasted zoo with a with camel chopper chew proof polystumer, and each time the beastly things have eaten it. Well, we are in the experimental stage, Sir Charles. The camels aren't. The first four lot, they, they sat up and begged for more. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen a camel sit up and beg. Seems for me, Mr. Perkins, it is not a pretty sight. <laughs> well, now, give me that bit of polished humor muck and I'll drag the sultan down to the blasted zoo again. Here you are, Sir Joel. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hang on. I've just had a flash of genius. Another idea just flashed across my brain. Give it to Mr. Frank. He can take the sultan down there this time. As far as that zookeeper is concerned, I think my luck is running out. Do you uh, think he'd recognize you? It's just possible, Mr. Perkins. I know all the camels recover, but... Wouldn't you get suspicious if your camels fell over every time a slightly rotund gentleman with a big moustache fed them? As far as I can understand it from my father, Your Excellency, Your Majesty, as far as I can understand it, sir, uh, the camels are kept over here. <laughs> if there are any left. <laughs> That's a point, yes. Oh, yes, sir, uh, there, there are some, yes. Either the original ones have got better, or they've had a fresh delivery. <laughs> Incidentally, Your Sultanship, I'd like you to meet my secretary. Mr. Frank, you have introduced her to me five times in the last ten minutes. 
Pleased to meet you again, I'm sure. Hey, do you know, I'm going to be the next Miss British United Plastics. Now, well, it's not absolutely settled, of course. <laughs> I'm sure that if your secretary would like to tell me a little more about herself uh, over dinner tonight, it might help her chances considerably. Oh, imagine me, Miss Buff of the Year. Oh, there's a wonderful year for Wales. First a prince, and now me. <laughs> Well, I don't know that I'd put the honours in quite the same category, but I suppose every little helps. In any suitcase, Sir Charles <laughs> has also approached me about the competitor he wants me to win over. Eh? Oh, I see what you mean. Win over the rest, yes. <laughs> well, uh, don't you bother about that. You must concentrate on Myrtle. Mm -hmm. With delightful pleasure. Hey, Mr. Frank, you sure this is all right? I've got a feeling I've seen this picture before. I end up in a tent in the middle of the desert, dressed in bungles, baubles, beads, and embarrassment. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just relax and admire the camels. I'll, I'll feed one this piece of polished humour, and I'm sure we'll find that this time, sir, it won't eat it. <laughs> I trust so, because like the sand, time is running out. Uh, yes, yes. <clears throat> no, no keepers about, are there? Fair enough. Here, boy. Din-dins. Here, boy. Gee up. Uh, mush. Uh, to think of it, I, I've never tried to call a camel before. Uh, what language do they speak? Allow me. Over here. Stormy, I said, what is worth? I just didn't want to know about that at all, did he? All right, all right. Who did it? Uh, uh, pardon? Uh, oh, you're the keeper, are you? Ah, I was. Oh, you doubt if I'll ever catch that camel again now? He must be halfway to Camden Town. <laughs> Here. You're not related to a great, fat, round man with a big moustache, are you? Certainly not. I've never seen my father in my life before. <laughs> I knew it. It's an anti-camel campaign, that's what it is. You lot will protest against anything these days. Well, you stay right here till I get the coppers. Your Sultan ship, Myrtle. Yes. yes. Run for it. Come in. Good morning, Ears. Lovely day, isn't it? I hope. If you say so, Sir Charles. Oh, you're still not all shirty and beastly about your birthday treat, are you? A lady doesn't forget something like Tornado Trixie in a hurry. Nor does a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> How she can tap dance while those tassels are going Sir around. Charles, perhaps you'd care to read this. Who's it from? Me. It's my resignation. Oh, well, if that's all it is, it's your... It's, it's what? I'm giving you a month's notice. Oh, nonsense, you can't leave. You came with my desk and my filing cabinets. You're part of the set. That just about does it. That's all I mean to you, isn't it? It's just another piece of furniture. Of course you're not a piece of furniture. Well, for a start, you're not on casters, are you? <laughs> very, very funny. Well, I'm not taking any more. Ever since that ghastly evening out, I've wrestled with my conscience. It was all a mistake. It certainly was, and you made it. I just wish I'd stayed at home in my bed sitting with my frozen telly dinner and my instant pudding. Oh, you... You did it. I was... <laughs> I was instant what? 
pudding. I never heard of that. I'm not going to accept this resignation of yours. It's out of the question. I'm far too busy. Soap, 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 soap. That's all you think of, isn't it? Somebody has to, don't they? Now, look here, Edith. I, I didn't really want to tell you yet, but I've... Uh, <laughs> I've arranged a little bit of a surprise for you. <laughs> What's that? Another evening at the Seven Vales? No, I've arranged, <laughs> I've arranged for you to be this year's Miss British United Plastics. You have what? Yeah, I knew you'd be pleased. I am not. I am not going to be photographed in a bikini, thank you. Yeah, I, I, no, no, nobody's asking that. The board has decided to cut all that out, you see, this year. They've turned it into personality, poise and charm and all that sort of contest, you know. That's why I entered you for it. So that's it. You think I'd look a disaster in a bikini? Oh. <laughs> oh, they get you always, don't they? Of course I don't think you'll look a disaster in a bikini. I, you can come to working one every day if you're black and like. That would just suit you, wouldn't it? Oh, I'd look ridiculous wearing a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> We're both getting so excited. You've not calm down. I've done my nut to make sure you win, and all you do is blow my head off. How can you be so sure I win? Never you mind, but I think we'll agree that I usually get my way. Oh, I agree on that, all right. It's a 200 pounds check, you know. Very well, Sir Charles. I'll withdraw my letter of resignation. There's a good Edith. But you'll get it back the day after I've cashed the check. Good morning. <laughs> Classics Ball. It's a very singular success, thanks to all my organisation and attention to detail. Your organisation? What did you organise? Well, I, I told you to do it. Well, now, where's that blasted old sultan? It's time the night-shirted nit announced the winner. Good evening, Sir Charlie. <laughs> Thank you for those few kind and unfortunate words. <laughs> there are certain days when I shouldn't even bother, should I? Probably 365 of them every year. <laughs> I have the polysumer contract in my pocket, Sir Bonnie. I didn't think that out that Joe Wally would, would have a pocket anywhere, you know. Here it is. Good gracious, what a funny place to produce it from. <laughs> Terribly uncomfortable if you have a bunch of keys in it or anything. <laughs> Some loose change or any old rotting tomatoes. Or anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's a something I never carry loose change, Sir Charlie. What? I charge all to my account. You charge all your accounts? What a splendid idea. Mm, to British United Plastics. <laughs> Not such a splendid idea. Never mind, we've got the contract for 2,000 miles of polystumer pipeline. Congratulations, Father. I suppose he has signed it. Oh, good gracious, hang on, I'll get big glasses and have a look at it. Let's have a perfunctory butcher's. Oh, yes, it's, it's all right, he has signed it. Everything is legal and binding. In time, that document will be of immense historical value. Eh? What? What's, what's he talking about? This contract was the last document I signed before my abdication. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. Uh, pardon? Hmm? Haven't you read the evening papers? There has been a military coup in my country whilst I have been here. <laughs> that your expense? <laughs> As a result, I fear your camel chopper chewing proof polystumer pipeline contract will have to be renegotiated with the new government. Oh. Ah! I think I want to die. As far as the next board meeting is concerned, you already have. <laughs> I have to inform your great big chubby self 
that the first edict issued by the new government of my country was that they are abandoning new oil pipeline projects. Odd luck. Six camels with plastic wind and we're still up the oasis without a pump. <laughs> All will be well. They will be offering you contract for polished humor gun barrels on tanks. Oh, ah, well, we did have a British government contract for those, so that shouldn't present any real problem. Except that they must be camel chopper shoe-proof too. Hang on for another half hour, Father. What do you think I can? We can't turn it in now. They'll be announcing the winner of the Miss British United Plastics competition. <laughs> yes, I have already made my final decision. She's an absolutely splendid lady winner. And now, as the oldest employee of British United Plastics, it gives me great pleasure it to... Is, I should think anything would. <laughs> How much longer is the dart old twit going to carry on? He's been introducing me for three hours already. I think he's nearly there. Nearly there? The old fool was past it years ago. <laughs> so now we'll all be upstanding, with the exception of myself, because I have a slight inclination to fall down. <laughs> and greet our chairman, Sir George. No, Sir Sidney. Oh, the silly old no. nana doesn't even know who he's working for. <laughs> Sir Charles Boniface. <laughs> Go and sit down, you stupid old twit. Calculate your pension or something. <laughs> Gentlemen, I all listening, it stands to me as your managing director and chairman to ask the Sultan of wherever the hell he comes from <laughs> tell us the name of Miss British United Plastics for this year. Greetings, greetings, greetings. The decision has not been an easy one. I bet it hasn't. He's been out with each competitor every night for a fortnight. <laughs> Quiet. This is where I get myself out of the muck with Edith. How? Oh. She's going to win. Edith is? <laughs> oh, no, you've had that. My secretary is the winner. She, your secretary? She can't be. I've arranged it all with the Sultan. Oh, so have I. Myrtle is going to be the winner. She'd better not be. I now have great pleasure in handing this sealed envelope to Sir Bonnie Charlie. Oh, he's never going to get it right. The envelope which contains the name of the bird who is going to be Miss British United Plastics. Bird? You know, I, I think you're right. It was Ted Ray who taught him English. <laughs> Never mind who taught him English. Hey, give us that envelope. I'm getting thirsty, so let's get this nonsense over. Frank, tell Edith to be at the ready. Pardon? Well, to receive her check, I mean. Oh. Right, sit up straight, everybody. Sir Charles is about to blast your eardrums. Ladies and gentlemen, from this grubby bit of Sultan in grind paper here. I am delighted to tell you that Miss British United Plastics for this year is. Myrtle Burton! Stop that! Something has gone hideously wrong. Oi, you deposed old Sultan! What happened to Edith? She got deposed as well. <laughs> when making my final choice, Sir Charles, I felt that family must come first. Family? What's he talking about? Ah, Myrtle Burton became my 11th Sultana yesterday. <laughs> I'll have it a nose. Can you have on the Sultana the nose? <laughs> don't bother. Don't bother. If she's married, she's not eligible to be Miss Bup. In any case, as a Sultana, she won't be working for us. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to announce that the Miss British United Plastics of this year is Edith Charmer. Here you are, sexy. 
Here's your checks, sexy. Ah! Really? I mean, this is... Well, I, I, I mean, I'm completely... I, I, I never thought for oh, one moment... You knew jolly well you were going to This is all days ago. Go and get changed. Get into your gear. The press are waiting. What? Yeah. Charles, what are you talking about? Didn't I kill you? <laughs> I changed it all. I reversed the board's decision. Off you go. Get your plastic bikini on. No. Yes, the photographers are waiting. No, you no, look no, sexy. No. You look gorgeous. No, Hurry up. No. Oh. Oh. Frank Thornton and Gwen Cheryl have been contracting out of the big business lark written by Laurie Wyman. Jimmy Edwards was Sir Charles Boniface, Frank Thornton was Frank Boniface, Gwen Cheryl was Edith Chalmers, the Sultan was played by Nigel Graham, Stanley Liffman was Alexander John, and Myrtle Burton was Elizabeth Morgan. The show was produced by Alistair Scott Johnston. <laughs> <laughs>